Time for the Bible study. Let's take our Bibles and turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5. I don't know where in the world that came from. 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5. Very familiar passage of Scripture. The end of the book of 1 Thessalonians. Um, the Apostle Paul gives some short little quips here toward the end of chapter 5. And uh, I want to look at verses 16 through 18. He told him here, Rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, and here's, the, here's where our focus is going to be at, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Now we know uh, Scripture is full of uh, admonition for us to come before the Lord in thanksgiving and praise to Him. Psalm 95 verse 2 says, Let us come before His presence with thanksgiving and make it make a joyful noise unto Him with psalms. Now, the Thanksgiving season is a wonderful time of year, but as believers, we should uh, celebrate it differently than those who are lost do. And uh, really, Thanksgiving ought to be a continual season in our lives, not just a uh, one day or one week a year uh, emphasis, focus. And so, uh, you know, First Thessalonians 5.18, when it says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. It's talking about everything in your life. As believers, our lives are to be a continual state of thanksgiving because it is the will of God for us. And another verse of Scripture says in Ephesians 5.20, giving thanks for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I think we have, a, have to learn how to give thanks in all things in order to be thankful for all things. You have to, have to develop that. What do we have to be thankful and grateful for and I don't know how many of these that we'll hit tonight. There's 12 that are here. I, I gave you a handout uh, because I'm going to be going over the, these uh, passages of Scripture, a lot of them, uh, with, real quickly. And I want you to have those uh, references there to go back and look at, and look at it and study it again. We will turn to a, a couple of here, but uh, uh, these things are no, not new to you. Just a reminder of things that we need to be thankful for. We should be thankful and grateful for our salvation, number one. May we never take for granted God's grace and mercy that was given to us as well as the victory that we have through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ who gave us victory over death, hell, and grave. Amen. And uh, uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 57 tells us that. But thanks be to God which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ and uh, the, the uh, idea behind where that verse is located, the uh, context of it is uh, we have that victory over death, hell and the grave. Romans 6.17 says, But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was deliver, delivered you. Before we, we were under the bondage of sin, servants of sin, if it says, But God be thanked that ye were but you've obeyed uh, from the heart that form of doctrine. In other words, you, you, you've obeyed the gospel, and so you're no longer a servant of sin. Let's keep in mind where we could be uh, today without Christ having come into our life. Amen? I mean, we would be in a, a world of hurt, wouldn't we? It just really would be. We should be thankful for uh, and grateful for the goodness of God. And we uh, all heard the... Uh, the the uh, uh, 
quote, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. And uh, that is a, a true uh, a true statement, even though we may go through some difficult times of trial. God's still good, even in the midst of those trials. First Chronicles 16.34 says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endureth forever. Psalm 100, one of my personally favorite psalms, it was the first chapter that I memorized as a child, says, Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him and bless His name, for the Lord is good. It tells us over again, the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and His truth endureth to all generations. And then Romans 2.4 uh, that we saw in our Sunday evening uh, uh, study, not too, not too in the distant past, well, or despises out the riches of his goodness and, and forbearance and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. The goodness of God. God is good. You know, God reaches out to us even when our heart's breaking over some difficult circumstance of life, even when it may seem like our whole world is falling apart. God's still good. The, through the presence of His indwelling Holy Spirit in our lives as believers, He can bring a sense of peace and comfort as we look to, to Him and depend on Him to, to get us through those di- uh, di- difficult times. God is good and that God does not and will not ever abandon us. You know, we, though we may be in difficult trial, He does not abandon us in the trial. We can come to Him and He does care casting all of our care upon Him because He does care for us. God is good because of absolutely nothing can separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Um, Sunday night, I read the uh, passage from Romans chapter 8, verse 28, and also verses 31 through 39 that, that talk about that. Nothing is able to separate us. Some, some of my favorite part of Scripture. Praise God that, that even in the midst of of difficult circumstances, we can look to Him and, and have peace and comfort as we depend upon Him to get us through difficult times. A third thing here we see we should be thankful and grateful for the access that we have to God through Jesus Christ. Our sins blocked us from having access to God before that point. We have an entrance, though, into God's very presence by the Holy Spirit through our Lord Jesus Christ. Listen to Ephesians 2 and verse number 18. It says, for through, for through Him, talking about Jesus, we both have access by one Spirit unto the Father. When he says we both, he's talking about both Jew and Gentile, have access into one Spirit, Holy Spirit, unto the Father. Ephesians 3.12 says, In whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of Him. Uh, because we have this access to God by Jesus Christ, we can come boldly before God. Look at uh, Hebrews chapter number 4. One place we'll turn to, Hebrews 4. And see three verses here, familiar to you. Uh, but just a reminder, Hebrews 4, verse number 14 through 16 here. Hebrews 4. Verse 14, Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, 
but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly. He said come boldly. He didn't say come arrogantly. We can come boldly though into the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. That that is ours through uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. That access uh, to God's throne. What a blessing. Fourth thing we see there is we should be thankful and grateful for our having the entirety of God's Word. You know, can't be thankful enough for having the whole book. Amen. Uh, can you imagine coming up during the days when they didn't have the whole entire Scripture? Uh, it would have been difficult, no, no doubt, but uh, they had... Uh, they, they would listen to God's man, listen to the prophets uh, speak forth what thus saith the Lord. But but we have the whole book. Second Peter one twenty one says, For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. First Thessalonians two thirteen says, For this cause also we thank this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when ye received the word of God which ye heard of us, ye received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth the word of God which effectually worketh also in you that believe. Those of us that believe, you know, the the word of God we that we hold in our hands can effectually work in our life if we look to it understanding that it is God's truth and God wants to use that to effectually work in our lives that, that have believed on Him. 2 Corinthians 1.20 says, For all the promises of God in Him, in Christ, are yea and in Him, amen, unto the glory of God by us. All the promises. What a blessing. So we should be thankful and grateful for having the entirety of God's Word. Number five, we should be thankful and grateful for believing friends, our brothers and sisters in Christ, especially those in our local church. You know, what a blessing it is to, to have uh, folks that are in the same relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ as we are. You know, uh, Romans 1.8, uh, Paul thanks God. He said, he said, first I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all, that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. He told the Thessalonian Christians in 1 Thessalonians 1, verse 2 and 3, He says, We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers. We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, that is, as it is meet, because that your faith groweth exceedingly, and the charity of every one of you all toward each other aboundeth. And then 2 Thessalonians, again, he talked about his thanks for them. He says, but we are, we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief in the truth. And even uh, the Corinthian church, uh, Paul said in 1 Corinthians 1 verse 4, even before he was fixing to really uh, come down hard on them, and reprimand them uh, and uh, tell them that you know they need to fix some things. He, he first of all thanked God for them. He said, "I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God which is given you by Jesus Christ." We can't thank God for anything else. We can thank God for saving uh, others, uh, just like He saved us. Amen. Number six thing: we should be thankful and grateful for the generosity of others. Look at Philippians chapter number four. Philippians chapter 4. 
<clears throat> and here in Philippians, uh, the Apostle Paul talks about the generosity of the Philippian church to him. And uh, it says here in Philippians 4 and uh, verse number 14, he says, Notwithstanding ye have well done that ye did communicate, talking about share in, their, in his afflictions, do communicate with my affliction. Now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving but ye only. For even in Thessalonica ye sent once and again to my necessity, not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. But I have all and abound and am full. Well, what a blessing for uh, this church uh, that uh, was uh, uh, generous, and Paul was thankful and grateful for that, and we ought to be thankful and grateful. He, he told the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians 9 11, he says, being enriched in everything to all bountifulness, which uh, causes us, uh, which causes through us thanksgiving to God. Um, number seven here, we should be thankful and grateful for the favor. Or, uh, we might think of favors as being grace, because that's what it is. Grace is unmerited favor. Be thankful for the favor of God. Not just talking about salvation, but we're talking about all of God's grace in our lives. Um, Psalm 5 and verse number 11 and 12 says, But let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous. Listen, with favor wilt thou compass him as with a shield. The, the Lord gives us his favor. John 1 verse 16 says, And of his fullness have all we received in grace for grace. And uh, Proverbs 12 verse 2 says, A good man obtaineth favor of the Lord, but a man of wicked devices will he condemn. I'm glad that we obtained the favor of God's salvation, and through that salvation we obtained other favors. I mean, we other graces. It gave us an avenue into the other grace of God in our life. Number eight thing, we should be thankful and grateful for the peace of God we have through Christ. Colossians 3.15 says, Let the peace of God rule in your hearts to the which ye are called in one body and be ye thankful. And so uh, the peace of God is supposed to rule in our hearts and we're to be thankful for that. Number nine, we should be thankful and grateful for meaningful work and activity that God gives us. Uh, Colossians 3.17, Whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. And then Colossians 3, verse 23 and 24 says, Whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. Number 10, we should be thankful and grateful for the daily provision and care of God. Psalm 79, verse 13 says, So we, thy people, and sheep of thy pasture, will give thee thanks forever. We will show forth thy praise to all generations. Uh, we, you know, we, uh, the Lord gives us daily uh, provision and care. Uh, we find this in, in uh, Matthew 6, 26, where 
uh, the Lord Jesus was preaching in the Sermon on the Mount. He said, Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? Man, God is good to take care of us, isn't He? Number 11, we should be thankful and grateful for being counted worthy if we suffer for Christ's sake. Um, had the opportunity to take a little bit of abuse over the phone this this week. Um, had somebody give me a phone call and uh, asked me a asked me a question, a Bible question, and I answered it biblically. And they wound up, but in the end, telling me "f you," you know. <laughs> and you know, it's just uh, she she was probably a teenage girl, you know. But uh, she she's gonna stand before God one day. I don't know whether she heard that. Whether she hung up before I, I said that or not, she, uh, the phone was blank after I told her that she was going to stand before God one day. But uh, uh, Matthew five verse ten through twelve says, "Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you, persecute you, shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake." Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. And then 1 Peter 2, verse 19 through 21. For this is thankworthy. If a man for conscience toward God endure grief, suffering wrongfully, what glory is it if you, when you be buffeted for your faults, you shall take it patiently. But if when you do well and suffer for it, you take it patiently, this is acceptable with God. For even here too were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow in His steps. So whenever the time comes that we have to endure, uh, you know, just give the Lord the praise. And say, well, you know, Lord, you knew that was coming my way. It's not easy to take, but uh, nevertheless, uh, think about all He took for us. Amen. Uh, and the last thing here, we should be thankful and grateful for the steadfast love faithfulness, and righteousness of God. Psalm 92, verse 1 and 2, It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and, and sing praises unto thy name, O Most High, to show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night. Um, Psalm 89, verse 1, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations Psalm 119, verse 62, At midnight I will arise to give thanks unto thee because of thy righteous judgments. Just think of his steadfast love, his faithfulness, and his righteousness in our lives. What a blessing. Amen. So what do we carry away from this? Well, we have a lot to be thankful for, grateful for. Let's come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms on a regular basis. And because we are to, in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning us. And we're to give thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. Well, that's our Bible study. I know we zipped through that. Uh, but uh, uh, let's pray for the needs on our prayer list tonight. And we'll be dismissed with this prayer.